What are we talking about? Um, there was. Well, you decided to 100% this game. Okay. And I said, no, you're not. And I might have also said, don't waste your time. <laughs> do we need to clap? <laughs> now nah, let's go. All right. Yeah, it is a waste of time. That's the that's the the short. We can end the podcast there. It, it was a waste of time. Don't do this. What I did. Yeah. Because uh, I went back and hundred percent did the video game. It's a uh, okay. So hundred percented means different things depending on what you're looking at, right? Yeah, yeah. Like what it ended up meaning to me was that I had like a list of goals of things that I hadn't accomplished yet in the game that I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and do these things because I want to be done with this game forever. Probably. Mm. Maybe. We'll see. Um, You wanted to get like the in-game percentage after you beat the game, then a percentage shows up on your Sheikah Slate map that counts. Um, Well, we talked about how it's weird about what it counts, but it requires visiting every named location and it requires finding 900 little wooden people. And the uh, shrines. The shrines are part of that, which have equal weighting to the Koroks, which is really funny. No. Or are they slightly different? I forget the weightings. You don't have to do the shrines. Oh, no, we talked about this. Yeah. Yes. It's been a while. Something else counts towards it. I forget. But everything has equal yeah. weighting in a way that's really absurd. Well, that's a component of what I of what I did, but I also did a couple other things. I wanted to do all okay. the quests, all the side quests. You can't do all the quests because the defeat Ganon quest never completes mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. you're in the ending, and then it doesn't like carry over when you load that save file back up. So, and on that podcast, I said that it was kind of dumb that like the way they've handled that is dumb. I don't know why I said that. That was dumb of me. The way they handle the like quest completed thing after you beat the game is really classy and fun and good. I'm glad you came around. I had one side quest in my list of side quests left to do. It was Weapon Connoisseur, uh, where there's the boy in Hateno Village who wants you to wants to see a bunch of increasingly rare weapons because his like grandpa told him about them. So I had to go, like, fight an Eagle Blade Master and get the Wind Cleaver. I had to go back into a shrine to find an Ancient Axe Plus. I found a Frost Spear somewhere, I don't remember. Uh, And then I had to go buy the Ancient Short Sword. Um, So Ancient meaning you bought it from Robbie? Yeah. He's got, he's got like specific ancient armor stuff when weapons that aren't available out in the world which makes me wonder how this boy knew about this sword (laughs) calls into some questions Uh, the nature of this boy that's interesting because link has been um away for a hundred years and we have a couple of uh sheikah characters who are like well yes i'm that old so I was there then, and um, and now I'm also here. But I don't think there are any um, Hylian, I guess you call them, uh, characters who are that old. No, the wild, not, that, not that we run across, no. That seems a little, I mean, the only people, no, I guess. 
Yeah. The- for, for someone to have been like even a kid and now uh, being around, being 105 years old or whatever, um, it, it's probably best that they just kept it to those few Sheikah characters. This kid's grandpa was friends with Robbie and saw it sketched in a notebook one time. It was like, that's going to be a cool sword. Yeah, the only people that are that old are the Sheikah, who at that age are like really old, and then the Zora, who live presumably like hundreds of years. They're like elves. Yeah, yeah. Zora are the elves of Zelda. They do seem to be the elves, except that Hylians are the ones with pointy ears. And Kokiri are the ones who live in the forest and don't age. Yeah. So actually, there are lots of elves. It's a it's it's entirely elves. Gorons. When was are elves. the last time you heard? When when was the last time you heard a link referred to as an elf? Oh, recently. Yeah. Where did I? I couldn't tell you where, but I know somebody said that recently, and it's funny every time. Yeah. It's a good joke. It's good. He's it's elf a good boy. joke. He's a little elf boy. I did Indeed. Miro Shaz Shrine. Oh, the one that I hate. It's bad, but I did it. It's the golf so, one. So remind me, you did you not, you, you needed to go back and do the. The chest. The extra part. Yeah. Okay. Because you did clear it. I had cleared it previously, but as one of the self-imposed 100% things, I wanted to get all the secret chests in each shrine. And this was the only shrine where I was not able to get it the first time around because Uh it's the very difficult Angry Bird golf challenge thing. Yeah. Uh, I remembered by looking it up the easier approach to this, which is like you can just you don't have to shoot the orb from the pedestal. And if you like bring it back to the back of the room, it's actually a pretty like there's a pretty reliable setup to just get it because you don't have to worry so much about overshooting it yeah if you do it at such strength from too far forward it'll overshoot it every time but if you just pull back a little bit it's way better okay so that's good didn't take too much effort so it was good i went back i like that as a way of cheating the game because i know that there are like there there's probably ways to cheat this that i wouldn't find as honorable but i like that one okay anyway horse archery i needed to go bad get the last horse armor stuff from that so i went back and did it again and it took some effort but i was able to get it with through the use of a lionel bow Mm -hmm. which will shoot a five shot spread Oh, it has to be. I, I I heard Lionel Bow. I thought you meant one of the three shot Lionel Bows, but I don't think I ever tried it with a five shot guy. There's definitely five shots, and I definitely had a lot of those uh, because I fought a lot of Lionels this time. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a second. And so. Kilton has the boss medallions. That was the other thing. Where I was like, I got to get all them boss medallions, right? Oh, yeah. And he will give out boss medallions if you beat every Mulduga, every, uh, what do you call, um, Talus, and every Hinox. I'd already okay. done the Muldugas because there are four of them. Sure, sure. 
And then I had, what What was my counts? It says here, I had 21 of 40 Talus's beaten and 23 of 40 Hinox's beaten. Meaning I had skipped the rest or just not seen the rest. Because when you, when you found them walking around, you always killed it. You never said, the heck with this Talus. I don't feel like fighting this guy. Oh, no, I definitely said that after a while. <laughs> <laughs> there were definitely times I'm like, I don't want to fight this Talus right now. Or like Hinoxes especially. I'm surprised I fought more Hinoxes than Taluses, to be honest. Mm. But I think there's more Hinoxes where the game makes you fight them. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot more quests um, for Hinoxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that includes Stalnoxes, right? That's correct. They count towards that. And Stalnoxes only, you know, half the time you run into a Stalnox, it's daytime, so you don't ever fight those. Mm. Uh, now, um, the uh, these bosses have, like, an indicator that says you've already f- defeated this guy. Uh, Does that show up? What? <laughs> Go ahead. Does that show up before you've beaten the game? No. Okay. Uh, and I might not have shown up until I talked to Kilton about this, actually. Okay. I think that, that yeah. Because Kil- Kilton won't give you these medallions till after you beat in the game. Okay. And then you can talk to him, and then he will give you, like the not the quest, but he'll give you like the prompt for it, and he'll tell you how many you have. Uh, he did this, and then I spent too much time writing up a list of the location of every single one. And then mm. writing my confidence in how confident I was that I had previously beaten it. <laughs> and then I went to fight, fight the first one and saw that it pops up with a sign saying, oh, no, you already fought this one. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> great. Great. Which is very useful, but means I had wasted my time. So that happens. Well, Zach, I'm sorry, <laughs> but a bunch of this is you wasting your time. Oh, so much of it is. Uh, so I went around and fought those monsters, and it was fine. It actually didn't take that long. Because I had right. a map where I knew where they all were. But the one they don't have a trophy for is the Lionels. And I ended up still fighting probably all the Lionels in the game. Probably. Because I had to do my next self-imposed thing, which was upgrade all of the armor. Which is a bad goal. It's a bad goal. I'm going to dispel that out, like, right away. If you have... Like, if we're talking about how much each of these things is a waste of your time (laughs) that you should not have done. um, Like, doing all the quests, like, all the, like, in-game quests is not so bad. Some of those quests are bad, but, you know whatever um deciding to get all the horse armor and insisting on doing that horseback archery um uh because it's just that one tat like if if it were only that then that wouldn't be so bad um getting all the like fighting all these bosses again i'm gonna say is in the middle because it's kind of fun it pro- I mean, uh, no, I never tried fighting all of them. It would stop being fun after a while. Um, but now we're getting into the stuff where you are actually a stupid person. This is right. That's correct. The, the so much stuff to upgrade all that armor is frankly insulting. So a lot of this is just curiosity, right? I, I'm in this mindset where I'm like, okay, I've played all the game. I've played 
all of the game, right? Like, I have mm-hmm. done all of, the, like, the main story, all the DLC, all the shrines. And I'm never going to be in this position again. Because if I ever play this game again, I'm not going to do any of that, right? I'm just going to mess around yeah, yeah. and do a little bit. So I really had to... It was now or never if I was going to do all these things and try all these things out and see what that experience was like. So that was where this compulsion came from. It's just like, I'm never going to be in this position again. I have to try. Specifically with the armor upgrade, I wanted to see. I'd been pretty, like, good about collecting resources as I go through the game. And I've been very stingy about spending those resources. So I wanted to know, like... How much grinding would I actually have to do beyond what I've already just naturally found playing the game? That is interesting, yeah. And the answer is not as much as you would think. There were Um, I think it's as much as I would think. Okay, maybe and it's as much as you, you just have like a bizarre tolerance for this because we talked <laughs> about this a little bit. And there's so much you need to get so many dragon parts. Yeah. That but... means you have to sit around where a dragon spawns and wait for that guy to fly by and then shoot off a, a specific part of its body. Uh huh. And then, like, go to sleep so a day passes and the dragon spawns again and you can shoot it again. And how many times per dragon did you do this? Like a dozen, probably, per dragon. I forget. I have the actual number. I can pull out the notebook. Let's see. Okay. The dragons, a dozen sounds low. The dragons were not that bad because they mostly spawn pretty reliably. Uh, let's count this out. I had for Nadra, let's see, I count that's five, eight, and then 10, 12. Yeah, it was like 12. Let's call it oh, okay. 12 per. Oh, no, plus the horn. No, it's the same one. Yeah, it's like 12 per. 12 parts per dragon. That's still bad. Well, Farosh has... still... Farosh has... 12 times 3 is 36, is a month and a change. I got it done in, Where Link did nothing but (laughs) shoot dragons. That is true. Link did spend that time. Uh, No, Farosh has a very reliable spawn point and a very easy setup to, like... you, you You just camp out at a specific spot... And then yeah. pop up and grit it and then reset. I camped on Dinral for a while and then I smartened up and I stopped. Dinral is easy because Dinral just goes out in that canyon at a certain time of day. So you just have to yeah. rest and then ride your bike over and then jump in the canyon. Uh, it's Nadra that's the worst one because they're unreliable and don't always come the way they want. And also if they come down Lineu Promenade, there's a Lionel there that likes to get in the way, which is annoying. <laughs> you deserve it. Well, that wasn't so bad. Farming the parts, not so bad. Okay. Uh, what else was bad? Uh, star fragments was probably the worst. Oh, because well, how many star fragments parts did star fragments did you get from farming Lynels? Because I know they dropped those. Sometimes. Not as many as you would think. Uh, the Lynel parts okay. went pretty quick. I had to do like two big excursions of. Two or three big excursions of fighting Lionels. Three. And if you just go behind Death Mountain, there are like four or five Lionels in a row. Yeah. yeah. And you can whip through that in like 20 minutes and fight like six. It's like six Lionels. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I would fight like six Lionels in the span of like 20 minutes. 
And that, that was, sounds cool. And that was pretty lucrative. And I got the Lionel parts I needed pretty quick. I only got like a star fragment or two from that. It was not okay. very many. Uh, I ended up spending a lot of time camped out on top of dueling peaks, waiting for star fragments to spawn at night. Put on a podcast uh, and just waited. That's kind of nice, though, because then you're just experiencing nighttime in Hyrule. Yeah. Waiting very patiently. I only had to farm, it says five here, but I think it was actually six. And then later I got a star fragment after the fact I was mad about it, but it's fine. What else was on this list? Other weird things that I didn't have enough of were yellow Lizelfos tails, because yellow Lizelfos only show up in like two places. Yeah. They're in the desert, kind of, and they're in the jungle a lot, but... Like, that's, compared to the fire and ice ones, like, not very many. Interesting. And then smothered wing butterflies that I never found for some reason. Well, they're up on the volcano, right? Yeah. So I just had to spend 20 minutes running around with the radar. Uh, sure. Stealth fin trout, which I had zero of. It turns out this fish only spawns in the lake surrounding the forest lake surround okay interesting yeah i had no idea they were there it was just like how do i have zero of these and the answer is that just, i never went in that body of water do you remember what those are for upgrading the what do you call it, it has to be the chica gear oh yeah that makes sense i also needed to get energetic rhino beetles which were kind of annoying because you have to be sneaky yeah and i needed bee honey which i just never bothered to collect ever Oh, yeah. Um, no, I remember, like, seeing how much bee honey I would need to upgrade the outfit of the wild. Yeah. And thinking, well, that's stupid. I don't have time to get this much bee honey. There's a, you can go to where the troll, the not the troll, the Hinox brothers are, and there's a bunch of hives there. It's real easy. Huh. And, uh. So I like that about the stealth fin trout, that they are only in one lake. Yeah. And, like, the game, you know, there are games will do things with uh, ingredients for potions or whatever where it's only in one place, but they usually foreground that. And here, making it this kind of incidental thing that only matters if you embark on this stupid, stupid undertaking, uh -huh. um, that's a fun little detail. And that's it. There were a couple other things I just needed a few of that weren't really worth mentioning. So, Well, yeah, it sounds like overall it wasn't that bad for you to get these things. Yeah, it was just the rare ingredients that I really had to farm is honestly all it was. Everything else I just had enough of. I needed But a you're right. Yeah, that's a that's a that falls out of you having this um this approach to grabbing everything all the time during yeah, normal gameplay. Exactly. I needed a ton of luminous stone, but I had a ton of luminous stone because mm -hmm. I would say, oh, cool, luminous stone, and grab it every time. So Interesting. Interesting. Because like I, I didn't play that way at all, but like that I don't consider you an idiot for doing. Yeah, it was it was just you know, I had to see. And the answer is, you know, it wasn't that bad. Okay. 
following up with that, I did the compendium, which is another thing I added to the 100% list. Uh, but I just paid Simon to do it all for me. You have to, you give him like 100 rupees and he just adds an entry to the compendium. It's a variable price, I think, depending on what kind of picture you're getting. I forget. Oh, okay. I did the math and I ended up paying him like 10,000 rupees. <laughs> it was an obscene amount of rupees, but they let you do it all in big chunks. And at, oh, okay. and at this point, I had done all the upgrading, so I knew that everything that was left in my inventory was mine. Oh, so, I, so you could just sell all your gems. I sold a ton of diamonds and had all the money I will ever need. Cool. So I let him do that and fill up my compendium because he's a much better photographer than me. He does a good job. The photos you get from him are, like, composed. My photos are, like, blurry and out of frame. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought about way early on, what if I tried to get a good photo of everything, and then I immediately put that out of mind because that's a no, 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 no. Simon's just going to be better than me. Yeah. Okay. There were two things left on my list. And one of them directly fed into the following one. So we have to talk about Koroks now. Okay. There are 900 Koroks in this video game. I have located every single one. Yeah, you did. This. let's, Let's make sure. This is a cautionary tale. Don't do this it sucks yeah i think i already said something about this it sucks so bad i had such a bad time doing this (laughs) oh you know when i first found out um that the reward for getting all 900 koroks was like a big piece of poop yes i thought there's no way they they wouldn't do that the designers are nice, right? They're not going to, like, punch the player in the stomach for working hard and getting all of something. But after that, I found out, you know, just I think I found out how many 900 is. So it's... And, yeah. Yeah? Uh, I Just... Ugh. The thing is, is the game is very clear and upfront that it's a bad idea to do it, right? Exactly. The game tells you at when you get 411 or what it is and you get all the upgrades, like, hey, that's great. You did good. Like, you don't have to do anymore. You really don't have to. They're very upfront about this. Yeah. So them making the reward like an insult is correct in this case. It's it's correct. I, I feel like there is a very deep and not entirely solvable question here about like the (laughs) psychology of game design and the psychology of people who think they're they want to get 100 percent people who are uh completionists and think that that's like what you're supposed to do and this is a dumb extra episode um so we don't need to get really deep into this i mean i will Um, say that this this experience has like worsened the whole game experience for me well and i i haven't played a ton of open world games but i'm gonna say pretty definitively that never 100 percent an open world game it's a bad it's a bad idea yeah don't do it it's not worth it it's it's not worth it and i 
I'm going to say this. I've said it a million times on this podcast, but in the case of Breath of the Wild, at least, the designers don't want you to. No. When you, you are not doing anyone any favors when you flagellate yourself in this way. When you play the game and you spend that much time staring at the environment at that level of granularity, it strips mm-hmm. the game of some of its, like, mystery. Yeah, yeah. And you just start interpreting the environment in terms of like, oh, a designer would, you know, put it. There's probably a stone over there. Okay, there's a stone. Okay, that tree's a little taller than the rest. Oh, okay, I just climb that tree. Okay, yeah, that's here it is. And yeah, that sounds awful. It demystifies so much of the game that I regret's not the word. I mean, it is regret, but I was going to do it. But just just don't do it, listener. Don't do it. You know what, Zach? I don't want to bring up actual numbers because it's embarrassing. <laughs> but I. I might venture to guess that I still have more hours logged in Breath of the Wild than you do. You probably had a better time with those hours. Yeah, because I just spent them being a doof, wandering around, and not really paying attention to anything, probably listening to a podcast. Um, I did listen to a lot of podcasts. Just enjoying it as a space and not stripping it of all its content. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I can talk about the process just real briefly that okay. it was, I put on the Korok mask and rode my motorcycle around and tried to find him that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that process spent, it took me what, like two, three weeks of doing that to get to seven, what was the final number? 784 is the number of Koroks I found completely on my own. Okay. Uh, I did use a map just to know which areas not to look at. Because there's areas where there are just simply no Koroks. Sure. Like the like the Death Mountain Caldera and around the forest and stuff. But I managed to very slowly comb the entire map. And even then, I only found 784 of them. There were over 100 Koroks that I just never saw myself. And... And... Uh, sorry, I just want to it. make it very clear. At what point did you stop having fun? Pretty early i started in the bottom right hand corner of the map and was going around the Feron jungle and that was a miserable experience okay but i chose kind of the worst spot to start in and that set the tone for it so you would say like before you got to 500 i think i was you, at like you, five... you beat the game with 450 ish right yeah okay I got to about 550 before i think i told you i was working on this and at that point i was not having fun Okay. Okay. I mean, okay, you know, I do want to say some of it is fun. There is a little bit of delight in finding a little puzzle here and there and like Well, and no. and getting the time to explore the map has been fun. Like riding, okay. I got to spend a lot of the time riding the bike around. And that's been a blast because the bike rules. Yes. But doing that So in- the part where you were actually playing the game was fun. Yes. And the part where you were strip mining it was not fun. Exactly. It Okay. Doing all these things was in service of a miserable goal, so mm-hmm. it was all tainted and evil. Ugh. And then, so the remaining ones that I didn't find, I pulled up a map and then had to uh, actually use the map feature of, like, putting symbols on the map, which is not something I hardly ever messed around with in the base game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me neither. So I spent a while putting a whole bunch of little 
leafs on the map to try and find one like going back and forth well that's fun that you got some use out of that feature and good for you and 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 did it that way and i ended up at like 900 and or not 800 and like (laughs) 892 or something and then i had to go back through and like oh my god where's waldo to find the eight that i didn't mark the first time (sighs) oh yeah Yahaha. Yahaha. It's bad. Don't do this. Okay. I won't. I hope there's not Koroks in the next game. I'm going to die if there's Koroks in the next game. If there were Koroks in Age of Calamity, there's yeah, going to be Koroks in Breath There's of like 150 Koroks, and they're extremely obvious because they didn't try. <laughs> so Are you already justifying your decision to find all of them in Age of Calamity? I won't in Age of Calamity. You miserable slug. I won't because there's some in side missions that I'm not even playing side missions. That's next oh, okay. episode. Anyway. Anyway. So I did it. I did all 900. I went and saw Hestu, and he says, boy, you sure did that, didn't you? And gave me a golden piece of Yeah, how of nasty is he about it when uh, he says that? He, he says, like, oh, they all came back. Somebody must have found them all. And then you're, he says, you must have had help. And then you just answer, no, it was all me. And he's just, like, kind of stunned <laughs> that somebody would do this depraved act. Uh, so I did it. And then also that contributed to the final thing that was on my list, which was the actual percentage, the actual 100%. Oh, okay. Uh, which is the number that's on the map screen that ha- that shows up after you beat the game that increments in like p- p- decimal place percentage every time you get a core yeah, or yeah. a place It's name. like 0.083% per thingy. Yeah. And... By getting all the last Koroks, I had and having coded the map for every other purpose in the game, I already had all the place names. So uh, my map screen reads 100%. Yeah, I really was predicting that you would not have all the place names and then you'd have to do another stupid quest to figure out which place name there was because it doesn't track whether you've done all the place names. There was absolutely no way that which ones you're missing. There's no way I would have missed one because I have combed the map so thoroughly. There's there is simply no way for that to have been possible. It, had it happened, I really would have died. <laughs> I, I, I have heard about that happening, oh. like third hand. God. You'd have to, like, skip um, something, I don't even know, Shadow Hamlet. Yeah, Shadow Hamlet is, is exactly what I was thinking about, because <laughs> there aren't any Koroks there, are there? No. There's no reason for you to ever go there. Right. So somebody's out there. But, like, if you're searching for Koroks, you probably would have gone through Shadow Hamlet. I knew it didn't have one because yeah. I looked at a map, but. There was one last thing, it turns out. Oh! When I was going through my menus and stuff just to get one final look at everything, I realized that my side quest indicator read 89 of 90, and I was like, well, now hang on. Did I really miss a side <laughs> quest? And it turns out I did. I just completely skipped a side wow. quest in this video game. At Woodland Stable, there's a little girl or boy or child, I don't know, that wants to see some balloons. So I had Balloon. to put some Octorok so, balloons on some barrels, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I've done that one. That's fun. It's cute. It's a little flimsy, like a lot of things in this game, but it's cute. Yeah. Maybe that's a good, like, cap off to this whole thing. <laughs> a little flimsy, but, you know, cute and a good time. That's my, that's my, that's my review of Breath of the Wild. Wow. 
So I did it. I'm done. I'm never going to play Breath of the Wild again. Well, you know what? I might play it again because I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I haven't stabbed myself in the eye with Breath of the Wild. 900 times. So I have no reason to never play it again. Yeah, I don't know. Um, That's it. I got nothing left. I'm, I'm completely spent. Okay. What are you playing next? Uh, They made a sequel to Breath of the Wild. It's, it's like a prequel. Oh, what's that? Uh... I think it's Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is the correct title. And uh So like clams. Exactly. And I got a copy of that that I'm gonna uh we should talk about that in a couple weeks. Okay. 